Hello and welcome back to Optimistically Salty. My name is Tracy and today's episode is going to be called Confessions of a Control Freak. Enjoy. For those of you who have listened to previous podcasts, you probably know that I'm a huge fan of Mel Robbins. And I recently, earlier in the year, listened to her series on Audible called Kick-Ass, which if you have not listened to, I highly recommend. If you're dealing with any kind of stuck in life, it's a really great place to start. On the plus side, because I follow her on Instagram, I get a constant reminder that I'm trying to grow up. And one of the big things she's been reminding lately of is that we need to share the thing that's the big ugly thing about us because there are other people who need that and we need to let it go. My big scary ugly is that I spent nearly two decades as a bulimic. This is where the control freak part of me comes in. Because everything about me right now is screaming to stop recording this podcast in this moment. I want to control the way that people perceive me. I don't want them to think, oh, I wonder if she's relapsing. Oh, she's trying to get healthy. I wonder if she's gone anorexic now. I am so concerned about personal image that it stops me from sharing my story. I'm trying to control every aspect of this story which is kind of ironic because bulimia is all about control I became bulimic in my early teen years it started mostly with emotional needs when I was an older teenager and I had really started to gain weight My parents at one point kind of addressed like maybe it was a weight loss thing that I needed to work on and mentioned like maybe you want to sign up for Jenny Craig or something like that and I immediately said yes because in my mind it was completely about weight loss. I wanted to control my body. As I've got older I realized and thanks to some therapy and a lot of reading and some conversations that bulimia comes from a place when you grow up without boundaries. When you are not able to say, this is how I feel and this is why, and you're not given healthy coping mechanisms, you start to come up with your own. This is not a podcast about bashing parents, by the way, because There is not one person on this world who is not doing the best they can to survive and keep the things around them thriving in the moment. This is just my story. In my story, I felt like I wasn't allowed to feel. And I found another way to deal with it. I became the person who shoved her emotions down probably followed by six chalupas, a Mexican pizza, five tacos, and two Diet Cokes. I always made sure to order two beverages because I wanted it to look like I was ordering food for more than one person. 
I would go to great lengths to try to hide my coping mechanisms. A wonderful thing happened when I turned 30. I felt for the first time in my life like I was my own person and I just didn't care enough. I was too tired to care and I let it go. It's a little bit sad to think that I wasted so much time being caught up in control, but I just didn't have the right tools available to me to let go of it sooner. A big part of that for me and what my healthy looks like is I have to view my food as fuel and not emotional support. When I am actively working out, when I am feeding my body for fuel so that I can go work out, so I can do my jiu-jitsu, so I can do my fitness classes, when I am working all my energy into fueling my body for a purpose, everything is better for me. When I start to seek out food as an emotional comfort, it's a slippery slope for me. I get very excited about food and I love food, all food. I do not discriminate. I like junk food as much as the next person. I'm not a snob when it comes to the food. Maybe the coffee, but not the food. So to go through the healing process, which has taken about five years, I realized that I had to start letting go of some control. So here we are today with me sharing to the world. I can't control how other people see me. But if I do share this and there's somebody else out there who's struggling and they see hope, then it meant something. These days, I follow a macro plan. I work out. I talk actively to people about what I'm eating and what my activities are. And I have learned that I have to be 100% honest about what's going on for me or I'm going to have problems. I've learned that because I have an addictive nature, it's easier for me to just abstain from things that might cause a problem. I rarely drink. I rarely have foods in the house that may cause me to have ideas. (laughs) But also, I'm realizing that this control doesn't just stay with me. I'm trying to control relationships in my life. I'm trying to hold them in one place so that they don't evolve or change or grow because then they're unpredictable. I'm afraid to be emotionally vulnerable because they might see that and I can't control what they think about it. Even though I know in my heart of hearts we see the world as we are, not as it is. 
There's no way you can control anything about what people think about you. There's no way you can control anything outside of yourself. And even then, you should have discipline with yourself, not control. My big, scary, ugly now is that I have recovered from bulimia. That I now spend my life as someone who has recovered from something. And it changes the way I interact with the world. I'm a little bit more patient. I'm very observant and slightly intuitive, I have heard. But it's because I've experienced these things on a different level. I fully understand why people who are addicted to drugs may turn in and decide that they want to become counselors to others who are addicted to drugs because until you experience addiction and control in your life, you can't really help someone else. This week I read the book Love and Respect. I'm in the Dave Ramsey book club book of the month and that was our book the book club meeting is next week so I really had to get through and make sure I finished it in time and I thought about it quite a bit as I was reading the book I very easily give love I'm very optimistic and loving and bubbly with that but respect is something I do not give and I realized as I was reading this book that that's because respect means Letting go of control. It means deciding that you are going to do this for yourself, not for the other person. That's tricky stuff when you've been battling that for so long. So as I move into a new phase of my life where I'm working to stop trying to control the outside part of my life, I appreciate this platform to share my big, scary, ugly. Thank you. That was definitely the most challenging episode I have recorded to date, but it's about putting yourself into action and not so much about the result. So it's out there. My name is Trace M. Thompson if you'd like to follow me on Instagram. Otherwise, I'll be back next week with further shenanigans as always. Bye.